Hello guys, you're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it and actually going on to thrive. Hi guys, you're so welcome back to another video on the channel where we hope with the discussions that we can learn more about uh, the narcissistic personality disorder and get educated about it because we need to be awakened out in this world where narcissists are so prevalent, but still in the minority, thankfully. And it's just in this modern world, there is much less ways of actually detecting um, narcissists because you don't have small communities that you used to have in general um, where kind of people get to know about a person's behaviour patterns and they're kind of known or they might have a reputation as being a bit dodgy, a bit a bit tricky. Um, whereas in kind of big towns and cities that we live in now, we've no point of reference. We're often coming up against strangers or acquaintances of friends that there's not much background on, not much chance to make um, an evaluated opinion through an individual's history or interaction history with friends, etc. So it's really it's a place in this modern world that we really need to be aware that there are things like personality disorders and people that can harm us, people that can do us uh, dreadful damage and take chunks out of our lives, take away our life's purpose, take time away from us. The most valuable commodity any human being has is time here on this earth. So, we don't want to be going getting involved with toxic people that are going to damage us, stop us on our life's purpose and maybe even cause collateral damage to our families and friends. So with that purpose in mind, here goes for this video. And I know you probably go, what's Paula saying? The narcissist's treasure uh, hunt. And um, I guess, guys, I was trying to describe, especially for people who are just getting into the narcissistic dynamic and learning about it and what the personality disorder is, a kind of a generalized feeling of the, an overall picture of what a narcissistic, narcissistic, I'm always doing that word wrong, a narcissistic relationship kind of how it goes, what it feels like. So again, one of one of my ever increasing analogies, because analogies are just a great way to get messages across, I think, in general. So I hope you like it. Um, so when you come across, let's say, a potential relationship partner, and by the way, I'm going to do a video on narcissists in the workplace next. I know generally I cover the romantic partner or non-romantic partner, as narcissists turn out to be. But uh, yeah, normally I, I concentrate on the intimate uh, partner on this channel. But we will do a workplace one because it's pretty relevant to the topic I'm talking about today. So narcissists will present to various different people, you know, as, as potential romantic partners. And it's much easier, I'm thinking, you know, in the kind of middle age group to make an evaluation of the narcissistic person because you do have a bit of their, his, 
their history will whatever they tell you. But some things, you know, they will they will have to give you a bit of background on their past. So if they have had numerous relationships or financial disasters or lost loads of jobs, you know, you'll be able to kind of gather some kind of information from them. And narcissists often will tell you their woes when they meet you after quite a short amount of time. Now, some people kind of what I'd call kind of normal people, normal, healthy people. And we do have normal, healthy empaths as well. But I'd like to talk about the kind of the normal person that will come up against the narcissist and they'll they'll make an evaluation when they hear a few things the narcissist has to say and they'll kind of back off a bit because they'll think, hmm, interesting person, but um, a lot going on there and they'll take their time. They'd be too slow for the narcissist because the narcissist wants instant, instant, instant. The narcissist wants to be in control and wants to see you um, being in control and see you coming towards them and putting effort in quickly. They don't have the energy expenditure. They feel it's a waste of time to put too much energy into you. They want to get someone who's going to work and give them supply very quickly. So with a kind of a normal person who wants to take their time, who's not overly empathic to strangers, they're going to kind of take their time and the narcissist isn't as attracted to them. But along comes an empath and the narcissist will do their spiel. And what they effectively do, and here's the analogy is, they're like salespeople. Now I'm a salesperson, so guys, this is no... This is no um, reflection on our jobs or whatever, but they're like they're like a kind of a, a trickster salesperson. And they come along and they show you this beautiful glossy brochure of what they're selling. But they don't say that they're selling it. There's this opportunity and you can look through the brochure and it's offering, you know, your dreams, say the house of a lifetime, your the travel trip of a lifetime or, you know, your dream job or lots of money. And it's very easy to get it. This is like one of these videos you might see, um, you know, as an ad saying you can change your life instantly. This is how I changed my life. You know, I just left my old job and I did this and I started to make millions and thousands of books really quickly. So this is the narcissist. Well, who will come along and show you a glossy brochure in full colour gloss of them. They'll portray themselves as this initially very colourful, very enticing, very attractive um, thing you would always wish for. And it can be yours and this is what you can get if you engage with them. So this is the treasure. They show you a picture of the treasure. And then when you're engaged and say, yes, I would really like that. That is very attractive to me. At that stage, they will then tell you, they'll come and validate you and say, well, you're worth it. I mean, why not? You're worth having this. Why deny yourself this? This is within your grasp. You can have this if you want this. 
And again, it's a sales kind of aspect. So what they're telling you is you're special. You have the power to have this treasure. Let's go get it. You can get it. If you put the work in, you can get it. So then they'll, like the salesperson, will tell you the steps you need to take in order to get the treasure. So off you go on the treasure hunt. And the first module of the treasure hunt is fully engaging with them and overcoming any issues that you would have along the way. So you need to read the clues along the way on the treasure hunt. And one of them that the narcissist might bring up would be, actually, I'm having a lot of difficulty with my ex and I need your help in sorting that out. And if you help me with the ex and sort them out, we can get to the next stage on the treasure hunt. And if we sort the ex out, we can go on a holiday and we can look at houses to buy together or we can set up the business. But we need to get this problem sorted. So you as an empath say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We'll be so willing to help the narcissist because it's so validating for you to be able to give your love and help to the person you love or to the world in general. So on the treasure hunt for the treasure that the narcissist has shown you you can have. You're very and more than willing to be your normal loving and kind self, but also with the enticement of this beautiful treasure that the narcissist has told you you so deserve and you're so worth. So that may be the first hurdle or the first clue you come on, you come upon on the treasure trail. So the next uh, next day or whatever time scale, you set off again to hunt for the treasure because you know it's there. The narcissist has told you what you need to do to get it. So you're setting you're setting the process up 
to get the end result. Like they'll sell you the businesses online and tell you, first of all, you need to set your website up, then you need to do this, then you need to do that. And la la la, it's all yours. So the next problem or issue you may come across is that the narcissist needs your extra help because they're very busy and they'd like you to take on some of the extra responsibility and burdens of your joint life together. But of course, if you do this, it's just part of getting to where you need to go and get the treasure at the end of it. Then they'll give you the next clue and the next enticement towards the treasure will be setting a date maybe to get the treasure, setting a date for the marriage or maybe having a child with them. And then you get the treasure. The treasure is always a little bit far off, guys. I'm sure you're getting the drift at the moment. The next clue you might come across is once you go over the, the, the next mountain, you think maybe you're going to get the treasure there. But then you get the clue that says the narcissist needs a loan of money for you guys to be able to get to the treasure. And they need you to take the loan out because their credit is shot. So you're nearly there like, so just get the loan out. You know, that's all you need to do. And then you get all this treasure. Now, after you've gone quite a long way on the treasure hunt and you're buying into it more and more, because on part of the journey on the treasure hunt, you're getting validation. Because each time you put the effort in, you get a little bit of a glimpse. The narcissist opens the brochure up again. Look, 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 look. Here, look, this is what you're going to get. So you view the brochure again and you think, well, look, I'm nearly there. I've helped out here. I've done this, you know, and it's validated me. And I've, you know, I feel like I've got a purpose. I feel like there's a purpose in my life, a big purpose. And I'm helping this person and we're getting going to get to this treasure that we both deserve together. And you're kind of very, very um, engaged in the hunt. And some of it's exciting because you know, you seem to be getting promises for the work that you put in, like being promised a raise in a job or something. You're working towards something or so you think. Once you have, supposing there's 10, you know, 10 clues to get the treasure and you get to point nine. And the narcissist is still holding the treasure up to you. But what you've been able to give has exhausted you and has depleted you. And the narcissist is getting a bit worried that you don't have much more to give or a bit bored about what you're giving or someone else. You know, there's another client or customer has just come on and is offering the narcissist more money to tell them to show them the brochure and to more enticement um, to join the narcissist in their scheme. So the narcissist is handing out glossy brochures to a few other people because the more the merrier, guys, the more the merrier. And, you know, they need to keep their sales up. They need to get the figures up. So there's a lot more people out there that they're advertising to. Now, you're just about to get to the what the glossy brochure, the picture that the narcissist has offered you. But there's more people that also are now interested in what the narcissist has to sell. And he or she is not quite sure 
that you know if they sell to you that maybe they're missing out on other opportunities or people who will pay more who put more in to get the product that the narcissist is offering so the narcissist doesn't give you the tenth clue the narcissist says well look this is the brochure this does exist this glossy dream does exist but you haven't quite made the mark unfortunately i can't offer you what was advertised because unfortunately although most people would be worth it and would be compliant and would be worthy recipients of me the glossy brochure narcissist the dream future the dream life the dream car the dream partner i designate that you have failed in the task and that the treasure is not to be yours and then the narcissist will turn it around even after everything you've done after all the efforts you've put in after all the help you've given the narcissist the narcissist will snatch the treasure away from you and not give you the last clue on the hunt and you'll be sitting on clue nine saying what have i done wrong i've come such a distance i've engaged in this process with my whole heart and soul i have done everything you've possibly asked and the narcissist says, well, it's just not good enough and you only have yourself to blame. That's what it feels like, guys, in my opinion, with the amount of future faking and fakery that a narcissistic person is, that the personality disorder is. And they can totally justify at the end of the treasure hunt, not revealing the treasure to you. They still hold up the glossy brochure. Guys, they don't reveal the treasure to you because the treasure never existed. It never existed. It was all hot air, smoke and mirrors and a glossy brochure that was produced telling you a fake story about how all you had to do was this and your life would change and you'd win this fantastic dream job, dream house, dream boat lifestyle. It was just fraud, fake. It never existed. It was just a picture that never had any substance behind it. And that's why, in my opinion, the narcissist often zooms out when you actually ask them to be accountable for the treasure that they've said does exist. And you've said, well, I'm ready to receive all the potential and everything that you promised and everything you offered and everything you said you were committed to sharing and giving me. So where is the treasure? Because I've gotten to the end of the treasure hunt to find nothing there but the glossy brochure left on the, the rock face of the mountain. There was no gold at the end of the rainbow. Narcissists sell dreams, fantasies, things that are things that you may really want in your life, things that 
they promise will come really easily, but in fact don't come really easily. At the end of the treasure hunt, people are depleted, sometimes destroyed, having given far too much, thinking that when they put all that effort in, there would be security and happiness there at the end. Guys, that should be coming all along the way. There shouldn't be any huge efforts on your part and no efforts on the other person's part. It should be a gradual, in my opinion, in my opinion and, and experience, it shouldn't be for one person to be chasing a dream that's proposed by another person with the other person not put, putting the work in. And that's what it feels like to be in a narcissistically abusive relationship, that you're the one putting all the effort in and that there's a lot of promises made. Uh, there's a lot of knocks along the way, a lot of you giving much, much more and the other person giving much, much less but still promising something to you like carrot dangling and you're, you're the donkey's chasing the carrot and the carrot keeps swinging near them and away from them and getting further away. And finally, the donkey's so exhausted chasing that carrot that it collapses and hopefully doesn't die, hopefully gets up and eats fresh grass under its feet and becomes healthy and wholesome. And that's what I wish for all of us not to be chasing the narcissist's glossy brochure of something that is empty, that doesn't exist, and that you have to work far too hard to get. That's it, guys. Um, I'll come up with that workplace video very soon. So from me and Remy, who's there in the background, have a very blessed week, and I will see you again as soon as possible. Thanks, bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.